I'm Solange. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's do it again. Start over. I'm Solange. And I'm Jessica. And this is our podcast, Jessica and Solange Take Down the Patriarchy. We break down movies from a feminist point of view to see how they uphold or take down the patriarchy. Listen to us on Nerdist School Network or subscribe to us on iTunes, or you can find us on SoundCloud. We come out the last Thursday of the month when we can. Be a part of the resistance just by listening and supporting us. It's that easy. Oh, and go vote at all elections. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com. Angel, you could use your help when you're finished changing the baby. Being changed on my desk. Sorry, I need the space. Of course. Seeing as you once nearly had sex on my desk, I shouldn't be surprised that there is now a baby on. Hey, first of all, that wasn't me. That was some guy who switched bodies with me. And second of all, can we keep the S-E-X talk away from the baby? Do you need help? Uh, no, Wes. I know how to change a diaper. A normal one with pins. It's these new fangled fasteners. Did you know that these diapers are lined with a space-age material originally designed for NASA astronauts? Hmm, interesting. Though now I'm picturing grown men in nappies, and I'm rather disturbed. Ugh, okay, got it. You're all ready, aren't you? And <laughs> see, I don't know why Oh, I you're talking to the baby. Uh-huh. I see. I don't know why I ended it there. <laughs> Yay! Bravo! Bravo. I Bravo. liked that British accent. I did like it. And I feel like you captured Wesley's general um, nervousness around the situation, right. which I liked. The trepidation. He doesn't want to step on Angel's toes. But he's also not really censoring himself either. Right. And he's not thrilled. About this baby. (laughs) And he's waited so long to bring up the sex on his desk. Oh, this is a perfect moment. He's like, now I have a chance. I don't know what would make me angry or someone changing a baby on my desk or having sex on it. I think because it was almost sex, Mm. I would prefer the almost sex. But (laughs) here's the thing. If you're having sex on the desk, you're probably not thinking methodically, like, I'm going to put something down. I'm going to do all stuff. Whereas with with a baby, you probably are like... He did. Angel had a... Thing all down and yeah. everything. So you like be more changing thoughtful. blanket. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess I I'm on baby now. Welcome to another episode of Tall Dark and Broody. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent, and I'm the other co-host, Ryan Mogi. And today we have a two. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to keep oh, going, okay. and then I was like, should I go? And then I was afraid we we're going to talk at the same time. <laughs> we had, it was a very uh, tense moment. <laughs> but today we have uh, a second time guest, two timers club. Yes, one of our faves. He's an actor. He's a writer. He's here. <laughs> He's a, Angelino? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joseph Gayard is here. Yay. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. I'm very excited and uh, honored. Oh. I don't know. I, sh- I don't know why I shouted honored. <laughs> honored. <laughs> um, we, and last time we had John for Angel as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> well, he has a dark broody. You style. do. You have like a very um, uh, understated uh, seriousness to you that I think lends itself well to the show Angel. I deeply appreciate that compliment. <laughs> you're, you're I'm not a welcome. native An- Angelino, though, if that's what you were asking. I just meant that you live here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you thought maybe he didn't, he just flew in for like improv <laughs> practice you were a trans- podcast? Yeah, I thought you were a commuter, commuter guy. <laughs> Commuter comedian. Um, we covered two episodes of Angel, or we're covering. Sorry, we're all in a f- weird funk. Well, because it, of a, a funk is the wrong word, 
right? Uh, we're like thrown. Yep, we're uh, the rug has been pulled out from under us mm-hmm. because tens of thousands of people are walking right now in front of this building. Yeah, mm-hmm. which and it really made it hard to drive. Yeah, so I I think we're we're gonna find our bearings, but it'll happen during this episode. And just uh, tweet at us when you figure out. Give us the timestamp of when you think we found it. <laughs> this feels like a historical record, right? Yeah, like we're keeping yeah. A, a very important record. We are. Yeah. Absolutely. What it's like to be in a soundproof booth while the resist march is happening outside. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was happening yesterday. So I wasn't worried there about were, it today. And maybe that maybe that is it. They se- celebrated separated like the more pride specific celebrations yeah. yesterday and then today was more the march. Mm. Mm. Again, they closed off a block that they never close off. I was n- I was completely unprepared. <laughs> so busy. And I felt and I and I I was telling Kelly that I jogged here, but it I couldn't at a certain point. Oh, no. It was like people to people. I couldn't move. And nobody was moving either. Yeah. And I felt very rude being like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> like, I have places yeah. to go. <laughs> I'm recruiting a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point where they released all these balloons. Yeah. And everyone oh. was facing one direction looking at them. And I felt like the only one going the other way. And I had like my headphones on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> pardon me. Pardon me. They're like, you're a Trump supporter. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that about the people, like, as you're driving, who you could see, like, walking up to Runyon Canyon. Mm-hmm. If all the people in the cars are like, oh, you're yeah. the opposite way. I mean, I was going the right way, but not to the right place. <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard is also a very strange place to yeah. walk down in the first place. It is. Yeah. It's, very it's like slippery. the Grove. Yes. <laughs> but, like, long. Also, because there's the stars. Yeah. You feel, you gotta, I feel like I'm, I can't step on it. Like, it's yeah, a yeah. headstone yeah. or something. Yeah, you're being, like, just... Dishonorable, yeah. and they can be slippery too. Oh, it's, oh, so it's like for running and stuff. Careful. I once, uh, I didn't take public transportation often, but like three times, I took the bus to my old job in Burbank, and the place where I would change buses was Hollywood and Highland. And one day, it was like a Thursday. I even had left work early, so it was like a Thursday at four thirty. I got to Hollywood and Highland, and it was packed wall to wall people. Hmm. There was some kind of EDM festival happening <laughs> on the street, <laughs> and I just needed to get like past it but once i decided to go up hollywood like there were barricades i couldn't like oh go God. north or south i had to keep and i was it's just so like claustrophobic pushing through people and music and lights and like puppet men like really <laughs> tall puppet men it was so weird i was like how it's just just like a day of the week um i made it uh, home listen guys it's los angeles <laughs> and you know what else is happening in los angeles these two episodes of angel i brought oh, it back good job good job i yeah, um, I always feel like when they're in an alley, it's like somewhere in Hollywood. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's it a Hollywood like alley. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my first note is I'm so bored by revenge killings because I know I'm supposed to feel bad for Holtz mm-hmm. when his like family dies. And then he, his I did feel bad during the daughter part. Uh-huh. But to me, it's something that like in theory, if you were just telling me the story, like, if one of you guys were just like, oh, listen, I, like, heard this story and you're telling me it, I'd be like, man, that's really sad. Mm-hmm. But at this point, seeing it in execution, I'm like, I yeah. cannot keep myself caring about Holtz. It like, is a long time to hold a grudge. Although, I, I guess there was a time travel <laughs> yeah, thing. He did. Yeah, he did. He jumped in time. So it's only been, like, 10 years. Mm. Maybe. Well, because yeah. it was nine years and then he disappeared oh, and right. now he showed up. He disappeared. <laughs> I feel like he's faking it a little bit. Like he's like, I, I gotta go through it because he met Angel and he's like, he definitely knows he's different. Right. Yeah. So I feel like he doesn't really want to get revenge as much anymore. But he like 
told all these people he yeah. was. So he's like, and, I gotta go through. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's also the part like getting revenge on Angel retroactively justifies his murder of his own daughter because mm-hmm. he killed his daughter with oh, the yeah. idea of like all vampires are evil. Mm-hmm. So if he's willing to admit that sometimes vampires aren't evil, then he murdered his daughter yeah. who may yeah. not have been evil because she yeah. wasn't doing anything she was sketchy. Saying, no. I mean, she maybe was pretending. We don't know. But like the scenes we saw of her post transformation with her father, she was the, she was sweet. It seemed pretty uh, innocent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although there's so her mom was dead. Yes. And she was like, um, "Daddy, mom, she won't wake up." And I'm like, "I think you're old enough to know that she's dead." <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she's well, confused because she, she woke up, and so she's uh, like, "I woke up. How come she didn't?" Maybe, but. She didn't get into it. And there's also a baby that they just don't talk about. No, that baby. There was a that baby, baby is in that just house. like a dried up prune right now. It's like there's no blood in it. It's just it's he doesn't like go to check it's on his baby. <laughs> but I mean, and also we've kind of touched on the fact that like Holtz also on top of like the questionable thing of killing his daughter, mm-hmm. the whole reason why he was not with his family and basically let Angel and Darla oh, kill yeah. them is because he was so obsessed with killing vampires. Yep. So he like didn't, he didn't tend his own garden basically. No, mm. you gotta tend your own garden. So mm. I yeah. think there's a lot going on with him, but it doesn't mean, like just because like it makes sense why he's acting the way he is, doesn't mean I don't have to be annoyed. I'm just like, I think, ugh. yeah, I guess I like it more when he's dealing with that demon guy. Oh, and sure. their dynamic. Or even him, like, trying to get a team together. Like, that's all right. Like, yeah. guy out of time, yeah. meeting with young, badass chick. All right, I can mm. watch that. I think it's when he's having conversations with Angel. Like, they could be one line. Because I know everything both of them are going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you did evil things. Yeah, I did evil things. I want to kill you. I hope you don't kill me. And it also like, dragged on so long. Yeah. When he was in that contraption that I couldn't understand, when he, like, put that thing on yeah. Angel. <laughs> I watched that with my wife, Sarah, and she was like, what? What is that? They're, they're just like a bunch of swords. <laughs> yeah. I did not understand the physics of that like little machine. I was yeah. like, oh, I guess it. And it was funny because it went from like, um, they mentioned like the word crucify. Yeah. And then it cuts to him in that thing. And I was like, I guess. Like, <laughs> yes. They're both things that. Yeah, no. Like put I you in a shape? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess Made of wood-ish? Sort of. Where do they go when he's talking to that other guy? To uh, Lauren? Um. I oh, oh Sajin, so. when he's talking to the evil demon that's like him back. There's like a couple like TVs stacked on each other. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's his lair. So the demon's <laughs> lair is a this, it's the subway, uh, sorry, the sewer. Ah. And he has a bunch of TVs because the way he got Holtz up to speed with modern times is he put on six TVs showing six different things. Like six different feeds of history. At the same time. So Holtz just sat in front of it, and that's why he understands modern colloquialisms. That's uh-huh. why he can operate in places with cars. Yeah, like he's not he get, he gets it because he sat in front of all those TVs. <laughs> I, that, <laughs> I'd like to cheesy. picture the writers in the room like they figured everything out. And they're like, "We'll bring him to the future," and then someone goes, "Hey, what's going to happen when he sees a car?" I'm like, "Shit, we have to <laughs> explain this away now." Uh, just stack like six TVs on top yeah. of each other. Yeah. One of them's playing a car. Fine. And they're black and white feeds. So yeah. you can't really tell that about yeah, it. It's great. Really tell. He doesn't seem to be paying attention to any of them. No. It's fine. <laughs> so I guess he still has the two screens left. And he's got one of them is that desktop. Yes. That the, is the auto- box. The box, which is automatically hooked up to. It is really funny how this, this is like such a relic of the times where like mm-hmm. I feel like the average person would just like Google 
demons, but they go to like a specific like Angel Fire website yeah. that has like all the demon stuff on it. It's like demons, demons, demons. Which I remember that. I remember that too. Like going like, to specific websites, yeah, to or going up. to Yahoo and like going to the subcategory. Yeah, yes, of, oh your, of whatever you were looking for. I think like, oh. I liked when websites looked that way. I think they're too graphicy and busy now. <laughs> You like a static image. I like, you like image. blocks. I just like text. <laughs> I like when there's, yeah, the menu's just on the left. Mm-hmm. You can scroll it independently. And any fun look is like the color of the block. Yeah. Or like a fun border right. around the block. You know what I really miss? What? Page visit counts. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to know how many other people have been to this page. <laughs> oh, it's like, can you imagine you get to Amazon? It was like 3,000 billion <laughs> trillion. <laughs> uh, um, but then I also wrote Holtz doesn't know anything about anything because I think I was so mad about Holtz because when he was just like when he finds out that Angel has a soul and he's like what, what gypsy curse I was like oh you know nothing and then when he's like um, asking uh, Lila yeah uh, mm-hmm. about Darla and she's just like oh well, she's free you know she's yeah. no soul and he's like okay I was like <laughs> you know nothing yeah I guess I think that's part of what's frustrating for me in these episodes is that the information nobody's sharing information which I understand because they aren't friends but like everybody has a little bit of information and so you get frustrated when you're watching people because they don't have the full story like with Lila and like the audience could know but the characters don't need to know I definitely feel like that vampire hunter there's a lot going in his head Mm -hmm. and it might be what I've noticed in these episodes too especially at the end of the second one is everything flips and you're like oh they knew this all along Mm -hmm. yeah so maybe something's coming yeah Yeah. I mean you guys know no but like you're right maybe we're being set up but even just having three scenes with Lila in that basement now yes I'm jumping to the second episode yeah Uh, but like it's not it's sort of a waste of time it just catches her up to things we didn't learn anything. Yeah. I mean, are we just supposed to feel how frustrated she's feeling, like, working at Wolfram and Hart? All right. And this will take you back to the first episode. Do I care about a legal drama about some lawyers who aren't that good at their jobs? Yeah. Mm. And just seeing them, like, kind of one-up each other to, like, their boss who is not particularly – like, this boss is not as – he doesn't have the same gravitas that, like, Holland no. had. Mm-hmm. Well, so, he's more like, hey, just by the way, I'm going to turn on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just know I'm going to turn on you. Don't be surprised when it happens. He said, they told him something. And uh-huh. he said, I'm going to act like I didn't hear that. Yeah. I'm going to act super surprised and tomorrow. And it's going to look like your fault. Yep. Like, which I guess maybe I would watch a drama like that. But those scenes, I wanted to get back to Darla's giving birth to a human baby. Mm-hmm. Like I did feel like it was paced so slowly. Like I felt like she, and maybe it's because I knew what was ultimately going to happen mm-hmm. and that she was going to stake herself. And I remember that moment being very powerful uh, and sad. Yeah. Um, and so I think I, I kept thinking it was going to happen. Oh. And it just like, I was like, oh, when is she going to have this realization that the soul is, she has a soul because of the baby. Yeah. And that it's going to go away. But it just seemed like a lot of her like, Kind of having labor and then not having labor and then like those dumb demons come and they dispatch them or get rid of them pretty quick. Yeah. Like I wanted to I wanted to just see what was going to happen with this baby. I guess mm-hmm. I feel like I wanted I appreciated that they kind of earned her change of heart. Yeah. Because where she was before these episodes, she didn't she didn't love the baby at all. Yeah. And ultimately, by the end of the episode, she sacrifices her life for the baby. So I think we needed. 
something there. If it just was like, she's like, oh, I figured out I loved it. And then yeah. just in the first scene, I feel like that wouldn't, that would have taken away a lot of the power of that climax. I did like the scenes where she was losing her mind and talking to herself. Yeah. <laughs> she was so funny. And that was really good. I need a little more explanation as to what the <laughs> law firm, why they care so much about Angel. Well, so they are basically like, they're, so, okay. So there's like good and evil forces in the world. And Wolfram and Hart basically exists to, well, they're more like selfishly trying to survive. And they right. use everything they can to do that. And a lot of time, 90% of the time, it's to work with evil forces. Oh. Okay, so they represent what they call the senior partners, which are ancient beings. Yeah. Like, have lived throughout time. And so Wolfram and Hart, yeah, it, their big interest is in surviving and in making sure that they have vested interest in anything that's going on in terms uh-huh. of demons on Earth. So, like... Whatever um they're parasites. Yeah. Yes. Are these and the, Yeah, yeah. Can, their yeah. self-survival is paramount. So with Angel, there there have been prophecies that say he's very important, that something big is gonna happen with him. So they want control over him in any mm. way they can. So they've tried it in a couple different ways. They've tried seducing him, they've tried um they've tried to like beat him down so that he would do what they want. They've tried to separate him from his friends. They've done, like, everything they could think of to do that. They want control over him. And uh-huh. he's uh, not interested. And so Darla was a, the vampire that originally sired Angel, made him into a vampire. And she was killed in Buffy by Angel. Mm-hmm. And they brought her back to try and get to Angel. So um, this baby is... Mm-hmm. Technically fathered by Angel, yes. but mm-hmm. he was not in control of his body at the moment. No, okay, no. That's sorry. a different person he was fucking. Oh. <laughs> or oh, almost fucking. Okay, yeah. Lila. I am a lot like Angel. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so, okay, l- short story. Darla dies, like Kelly said. She's brought back as a human. What? She has a soul. She, what? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Angel's like, hey, I gotta take care of this woman who is mm. the body and like part, you know, the essence of this person that sired me. But then, Evil Wolfman Hart, essentially, she becomes a vampire again. They they get another vampire to turn her. Yeah. Yeah. So Classic. Now, Darla's a vampire. And Darla's like, oh, you remember all those soft feelings we had for each other 10 minutes ago? They're all gone. Oh. I'm evil. Be evil with me. Oh, wait, you won't. Fuck you. I don't care about you. So then Angel loses his mind. Loses his mind because he's like, I got to kill her. But also, that's going to be really hard for me. He's like, he tells all his friends. He tells Cordelia. He tells Wes. He tells Gunn. Peace out. I got to do things you're not going to like. I'm not talking to you anymore. So you're he fired. Ditch, he ditches all of his friends. That's why they were like, they mentioned like, oh, you fired us. Yeah. Yeah. He goes in a deep depression. This is like the first half of season two. He's very depressed, very angry. Ultimately, he realizes nothing in the world matters. So he goes to Darla's house and he's like, screw it. Let's have sex. They have a bunch of sex. And in the morning, he wakes up and he's like, you know what I realized? I kind of do care about stuff, just not you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go. Um, Sorry. I realized my mission. I realized my mission. I'm good. I'm a good person. You're evil. So like, I know I tried to be evil with you last night and whatever. It was okay. But I really got to leave. So he just flat out dumps her. It's And she, like, (laughs) honestly, I feel kind of bad for her. I totally feel bad for her. After a night of passion, she's very vulnerable. Yeah. Totally. And she thought she was going to, there was this whole thing. She thought she was going to turn him into, like, basically, if he experiences a moment of happiness, he loses his soul and becomes evil. So she thought in seducing him 
oh man, I'm gonna yeah. turn him evil. He's gonna be back by my side. And yeah. that was her like favorite time when they were yes. like, gallivanting. Yeah, and and they were both everybody. evil. That was she was so happy, and she used to call him her boy. Yeah, which is I mean, cute. She I would have to think if you lived as long as they did, you would think that life was meaningless. Like, yeah, putting totally. a finite number on your life makes you think, oh, there's got to be a reason I'm here. Yeah, absolutely. It just goes on forever. Yeah, but get this: add salt to the wound. He never experienced real happiness while having sex with her. Doesn't turn evil. So and he, so she's like, yeah, that's even, medical. Yeah. yeah. So that's the worst part is that she wakes up with him thinking that she's waking up with like her, her love soulmate, of her life. The love of her life. And instead it's the essentially the love of her life, except he's realized, I don't want you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so then, then he's like, goodbye. So he's like, he says goodbye. She goes out of town. And then uh, the next time we see her, she's super pregnant. And very angry. She tries to get rid of the baby in every way she can find, but she can't because it's mystically protected. Mm. And vampires cannot procreate in that way. So it's like a very mystical thing. Yeah, that's like happening. what is this? And mm. then it was in just a few episodes before these, she uh she and Angel find out that it's a human baby with a soul inside her. Not a vampire. Because at first they're like, is it a vampire baby? Like what is in there? But what's in there is a human baby with a, a human boy with a soul. Wow. Not to um, throw shade to <laughs> Twilight, but I'm like, oh, this has already been done before mm-hmm. with uh, Bella's whole. Yeah. Thing. No, I think I, I sometimes wonder with Stephanie Meyer, like I know she says like she didn't, she didn't experience a lot of vampire fiction, mm-hmm. but like so many of the things that she comes up with. That's pretty close. Yeah. Somebody yeah. gets pregnant and they're not sure how it's going to work. Yeah. And then they have a child and the child. Yeah. And it's like a the child is not the not the messiah, but like is I mean it's similar, yeah, like mythos. So it's interesting. It's interesting. the Christ story. Uh, yeah, of. I guess you know, it, but it, you know it all what? goes it, back. If you break down any story long enough, you're gonna get to the Bible. Hmm. <laughs> like just keep just keep taking it apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I also wrote in all caps, "Poor Lorne," because poor Lorne has been the Green Demon. Has With been, the yeah. yeah, has been like trying to fix Caritas for yeah. so long, and he finally like has the the anti like demon and human violence yeah. spell in place. Then <laughs> fucking Holt, yeah, throws a canister of gasoline down there that was explodes the place. Like, um, a like that, and the moment with the hand grenade was like mm-hmm. a very writerly. But this is the one loophole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everything that w- those two moments when I was watching it, it reminded me that someone wrote it. Yes, yeah. totally. Because, yeah, they didn't feel organic to the world. Because how would he, he would think of, he would think of the gas can? Like gas didn't exist in his time. Well, I mean, maybe he, it was he on watched all those TVs. TVs. <laughs> but still, yeah. It also, that's also, that only works because of how the set was designed by a set designer. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's not. It's like, steps down. Right. Yeah. Like, you can just start rolling it from the top. Right. It'll go all the way down. Whereas if it was just a normal bar where you open the door, oh, I mean, God. you could still throw it in, but you would be very easy to throw it back out, I guess. Because I mean, it wouldn't have much momentum. You could just <laughs> put, or you could just roll it right back out and be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, uh-huh. yeah, if it did roll into the bar. Yeah. And someone tried to light it on fire, it wouldn't explode. Yeah. Because of the force field or whatever. Right. Wow. Well, well, yeah. And I also forgot, I kept forgetting that, like, we touched on this before, mm-hmm. that nobody really knows what's going on. Like, when Holtz walks in, everyone's like, oh, 
like a creepy dude that's dressed like he's mm-hmm. from the ancient times. Here, have a really bad flyer. Like, Lauren, yeah. okay, I know that this is a time, but he could have had print shop. Also, Lauren like, is a man of style. That is the least stylish flyer. No, it's not. It's, it doesn't even like look. You know how some people do the, sti- the style where you like write mm-hmm. in your Sharpie and then you make photocopies of it? Mm-hmm. That's cooler than what he had. No, what he had was horrible. <laughs> it was like DOS. It was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did print screen and like the, yes, and like the paper was like parchment paper. It was like yeah. weird and what like thin. I was like, what is this? It should be magic one. Oh, and yeah. if it's not magic, it should le- least look swanky and cool. It, it looked horrible. Um, this was such. These were such heavy episodes that some of the humor moment moments felt a little strange mm-hmm. when he's uh, testing the force field and he has to keep smacking uh, yeah. in yeah. the head. I, I got like, oh, objectively, this is kind of funny. Yes. But it was a little strange in the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It didn't feel, it didn't, yeah. There was not a lot of room for humor in this episode. Also, the, like this is, I didn't really get how he didn't, get the whole picture from what that dude was humming. So the contractor, he knows the contractor's planning to fleece him. Yes. But we know, learn later, that the contractor is planning to, like, completely sell them out Mm -hmm. to Sajan. Did you think that was his plan? Or after he got fired, he came up with that plan? Or maybe he was consciously thinking of, like, one thing a lot when he was singing? Yeah. But he wasn't singing. He was humming. Humming. What was that? So maybe it was not enough. What was that melody? I recognized that melody. It was like, it, I used like the melody to an old hymn. Yeah, I didn't recognize. I I, I know it sounded familiar, it in but I didn't. Before yeah. a thousand times, it, you know, it all goes back to the Bible. It all goes back, <laughs> it's to, back to the Bible. Bible. Um, <laughs> you know what doesn't go to the Bible because it's too gross. What saying? Oh, we'll just need Vaseline and a catcher's mitt. <laughs> gross. <laughs> it's so gross. That's really gross. Yeah. Especially because Vaseline is. That's not what you need. No, no. Make it more you dangerous. have. All- Drop yeah. the baby. Well, that you baby would be slipping out of everyone's hands. All the slipperies hand. that you need. The slipperies yeah. are That'd provided. That'd be a great yeah. moment for some more humor in the episode if it, it was like slipping all around everybody's hands. Oh my god! Like those things um at the Discovery Store. Like yes, those little like water sock thingies. Oh yeah, I haven't seen those in a long time. I feel like yeah. there must have been they're some lawsuit and they're out gone. of vogue. Yeah, yeah. If you bought, bit into them, probably. Oh yeah. Oh my god. It's gosh. not. That's not good for you. No. Who knows what's in those? Uh, one time at a Boy Scout camp. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we awoke to screams in the middle of the night because some one of the boys had bitten through a glow stick. <gasps> and no. he had, like his whole mouth was glowing. <laughs> so wait, were the screams of him or everyone else it seeing him? Like, I, I think he. <laughs> I think someone told him it's all over your mouth, and then he got freaked out. Yeah, and started screaming. Man, it's kind of cool. To have, if it was like yeah. dripping down if your mouth, if it looked like a cool pattern, it would yeah. be cool. That was also the summer of. Pokemon cards and oh. someone's dad kept calling him Pokemon. Oh yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah, cards. I remember uh, our fifth grade. Uh, it was the very beginning of Pokemon cards, and I remember in fifth grade our um, principal like kept saying that you're not allowed to bring them to school because people were like trading too much for them, like they were getting really obsessed. And so she was like, "We won't have any of these Pokemon oh, yeah. cards at the school." I think I remember paying twenty dollars. Yeah, no, kid, kids went nuts for them. Yeah. I my parents like refused to even start buying them for me, so I never had like a no. starter pack. Yeah, so I I could not get in on it. But I remember seeing bind kids would have like binders of them. Yeah. I remember that. I got I got lucky because a good friend of mine gave me all his doubles. Oh, so nice. like I suddenly had nice. a collection. But it also became quick that like I wasn't devoted enough to really get good at it. Yeah. So I yeah. dumped it. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I'll never be the best at this. I'll never do this. 
what's the point of doing something if you can't be the best? Right. Yeah. And then I remember after that, it was like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I remember kids got really into mm-hmm. that. And I never got into that because I never cared for Yu-Gi-Oh. But then, and then before that was Pogs. I feel like everybody loves yeah. like a, like gamified collecting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked Pogs because there was a physical element to mm-hmm. it. Like there was like a game to play right. that yeah. wasn't just. I still don't know worse. how to play Pokemon. Me neither. I Isn't just it like liked magic? Having a, <laughs> I just liked having a card being like, this is a special card. Yeah. Me too. I like yeah. I liked looking at things like for pogs. Well, I was like really risk averse and afraid of losing my pogs, so I never played pogs, but I would like <laughs> buy pogs and keep yeah. the ones that I really liked. Yeah. And I remember I had a Disneyland slammer that was like rainbow and iridescent. And so cool. I was like, I'm never getting rid of this. So from what I understand about pogs is you stack them and then you slam them. Yeah. And the ones that turn flip over flip over are points. Yeah. Yeah, but you can lose your pogs. Well, yeah, it's like Jackson. Yeah. So, like, you, you're you betting those things. Yeah, it's a betting game. But if you have a great slammer, if you believe in your slammer. Yeah. Some of the slammers are, like, heavier than others. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. thing. I mean, it's not an even game. It's not a game it of, like, not. chance where everyone has even stakes. But it's fun. I don't know. Like I said, I liked the activity of it more than, like, my my card is worth 10 points. Right. Your card, like, that didn't seem as fun to Hold me. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me get my calculator to find out how many points yeah is that, that what it was. is like is that how i think you, you battle it? and you right. battle it's by like, it's just like ma- magic you're like magic it's like, like okay um which if that's your bag great yeah but if you're saying recess we're not playing handball against the wall or foursquare <laughs> there needs to be some action to this game oh, yeah. yeah i'm only sticking around if i have a crush on somebody that's playing it <laughs> like rubbing their shoulders and getting them water yeah great, putting a towel on their great card <laughs> Yeah, cool card. Oh my god, do you want me to hold your extra card? <laughs> I can sort them by order of power. I'm an attorney. I don't work for the law. Oh my god. I like <laughs> How I many am... times did you say that when you were an attorney? <laughs> Every morning when you Every woke morning, up. Every morning and I'd look in the mirror and say it. <laughs> um yeah, I just I didn't need all the like there are so many lawyer jokes. Yeah. In this show. Like a lot, they'll be like, "She's not a demon. She's an attorney." <laughs> Worse, like, yeah. It's just, just like God. I just, I just don't need it. It's just like boring. It's boring to me. Do you think it's another writerly thing of like, uh, I'm like a high road profession. I'm, I'm a creative TV writer. Mm-hmm. I'm not an attorney. Yeah. Well, and also like, it, the thing is, it is true that a lot of lawyers are scummy. Like I encountered a lot of them, you know, and. I certainly had to do things that I wasn't proud of as a lawyer. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. It's just like, it's an easy joke. I feel like lawyer jokes are such a huge genre of joke that right. it's just like, it's an easy joke to make. And then also, yeah, it is like, like you're just, you know, working for the man. Like, I'm a TV writer. I don't yeah. let people tell me what to do. And it's like, but you do. Well, anytime, <laughs> you, anytime you need a lawyer, it's going to be for something not fun. Oh, so it's going to get that horrible. Right. They're never just like, we need a lawyer to, to, uh, divide up all this candy we got. Yeah. It's always, right. Well, even then you're fighting over the candy. Right. I just, yeah, the thing I always had to remember was that like you're usually dealing with people at the worst thing that's happened to them so far in their lives. Mm. So then they are always mean and like don't like when you have to tell them bad news and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because you always have to tell them bad news because they always want something that they can't get. Right. Well, they wouldn't be in front of you. That's yeah, the thing. Exactly. I feel like arbitration only happens when people couldn't work it out. Yeah. <laughs> like if people could have worked it out. They wouldn't, they wouldn't be there. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel the same way about like, uh, and it's also arbitration, but when people need divorce lawyers. Yeah. I'm like, if you guys. Right. If you if you could work it out, you would have gone to like, um, just like a 
a straight arbiter or something. You would have just like presented to the judge your plan. Mm. You don't need to have your own lawyers. You only need to have your own lawyers if you can't. Well, if there's fights. If they're if you're fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Guys, it's hard out there. It is hard. It's a tough life. Um, I mean, but luckily we have Lauren in that pink and blue ensemble. That was, oh, that yeah. was my favorite outfit he's was, ever worn. It was great. Yeah, it was I really good. I wanted it. Yeah. yeah. I think you could rock it. I think I you totally to rock it. it. <laughs> I'd love to wear it. Um, <laughs> we go to It's a Wrap and see if they have any angel ah, clothes. <laughs> oh my God, it'd be amazing. I don't think they still have That would be, That'd crazy. be crazy. It would be expensive. 20 years ago? Old. If they did it, if that thing flew off the rack in 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Towards the end of this episode, um, when Darla is like explaining like what she's like kind of come to the realization about to Angel, mm-hmm. and when she's like, um, when she kind of like half acidly basically asks him like, "Aren't you going to tell me it's okay?" Because she knows that he yeah. won't. I felt like he'd be like, mm, "That's like not really on brand for me." Like I'm more <laughs> of a like whole life work towards it sort of guy. <laughs> but he, yeah, and he's just like, "No," and she's like, "Yeah, I know." What you're saying about uh, the guy who owns the club, though, I. I did feel bad for him this mm-hmm. entire episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he has a ton of friends or if he's just like, this, these are the people I know the best. He was very nice to them. And then when his entire home got destroyed, <laughs> he was just like, uh, do you mind if I uh, stay here? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, all he ever does really is help them. I mean, mm-hmm. he did, <laughs> through some lies that he, or not lies, but like omission of the truth. When they were taken to Pylea, there were a little bit of troubles because he, like, didn't super tell them everything. Yeah. But I would say overall, all he does is really is help them. Mm-hmm. And they don't really give back. Like, remember how long it was when they trashed his place? The thing and, before they ever even visited him. Yeah. And he was still trashed. Yeah. He was, like, in the back watching Judge Judy in a robe. Yeah. Like, a, a terry cloth robe. robe. And then... It was bad. That's and on then brand, though. it took... It is. <laughs> and then it took him by himself to like fix it because they did not even help. They come and they're like surprised it's being fixed. And then it gets destroyed again because yep. of them. He does keep a convenient loading dock behind his bed. <laughs> he which does. was a weird thing. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. he needs, he deserves better friends. I think hopefully be, being around everybody, they'll not forget about him. Yes. I'm hopeful for the future, mm-hmm. especially because now he's living at the hotel. That's kind of fun. I think that's the thing, too, of these people is they are definitely like absence does not make the heart grow fonder. No. Absence makes you them forget about you. Like, yeah. When was the last time Wesley called anybody? No. When was the last time Gunn saw his He's from L.A. He still doesn't. I mean, his friends tried to kill him, but, but like, they tried to kill him. other people. Yeah. I mean, and he like just doesn't talk to them. I mean, they tried to kill him partly because. He doesn't really talk to them anymore. Yep. Cordelia never calls people from home. No, never. I did feel like um, the last episodes I saw kind of established Cordelia and Wesley and Angel as a core mm-hmm. friend. And I didn't see them interact. Well, they did this episode, but it was all angry. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised that they weren't more like of a solid group in this episode. Well, I just think this baby is really throwing a wrench into everything. Mm-hmm. Well, and Angel. Yeah, Angel behavior yeah i feel don't blame the baby no the baby's it's, it's, cute the it's baby's not the, really cute the baby is very cute and it's not the baby's fault um and i kind of forgot the twist in dad so like i didn't oh no, yeah i totally forgot that this was like a fake plan mm-hmm. yeah 
I wrote so many notes about how angry I was about how annoying. I wrote, Angel is insufferable with this baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but that was so... Sometimes in shows, that bothers me when it's like, oh, this was all nothing. Yeah. But I appreciated the twist in this episode. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. it worked really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Because um, otherwise they look kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. They do look stupid. Yeah. Where he's literally like running around with a baby in one arm and driving with the other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, I wrote, Angel needs a baby Bjorn because he's like yeah, running he with, I'm like, just strap that baby to your body. Yeah, it would be great. I thought, uh, I was thinking about how the baby was uh, born, uh, quote unquote. And I was like, oh, um, that's kind of nice to just be in the world. But then I thought about literally one second to the next, he's in the womb and then he's on the like ground asphalt. and it's raining. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably more traumatic than actual birth. For yes. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, and your food source is immediately cut off. Right. You're like your clean umbilical cord right away. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which, on what for, for me, I don't really like looking at bloody babies on in movies. Right. So I was like, cool. He was a clean baby. Yeah. He was a clean baby. <laughs> yeah. I but like, like but yeah, like your your food is cut off. You go from being warm and comfortable and the only sensations you've ever known to, yeah, asphalt, rain. I'm sure it's cold. Like loud noises. Loud noises. Mm-hmm. Your eyes are open. Like your eyes have never seen anything. Yeah. Now they're seeing And now there's stuff. literally water going in your eyes. <laughs> Do you think you still have like the plugs in your nose and stuff in your mouth? I don't know. I mean, he was Or is that like the mom really? stuff? Oh, maybe it's part of Darla. So it just it went away. It had to have gone away because he got no umbilical cord. Right. So yeah. Right. So she's like, everything. Everything's gone. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it was very cool. It does feel like they had that idea and then built up to yeah. it a little bit, but mm-hmm. like it was a cool visual. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. He it did was sad. The it did cry a lot, but all things considered, he didn't cry that much for what happened to him. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty good baby. I think this is a special baby. Wait, but do you think that it, he just needed a woman's touch? I detested that. <laughs> I was like Cordelia, stop! You are so. Ugh. I do think that letting other. Because what Lauren said was absolutely true. When you're anxious or, or yeah. worried oh, yeah. or uncomfortable, animals and <laughs> babies, they can sense that. Totally. And they're yeah. going to feed it back to you. So, like, somebody, just somebody different is yeah. good for Connor. Right. Well, and, like, even the, like, I know that a lot of my notes were about how annoyed I was with Angel and how an- annoying he was. But... um even his kind of like how he has to be kind of talked down by both Lauren and Cordelia, that's all before the like the trick. Yeah. So like when he is like refusing to let anybody else hold this baby, refusing to let anybody else like put ointment on the baby. And she's like, fine, come outside. Yeah. And he gets all like huffy and is like, if Connor needs to be taken to the hospital, I'll get him there whether I make it or not. I'm like, so Connor like breaks his fucking arm and you're going to die taking him to the hospital? <laughs> yeah. like, come on. That, yeah. I, Is that good I for your kid? should have pointed that out. Like, it's, it's not good if you die. Yeah. No. That's the worst thing that would happen. And he's just like, he's totally, and I hate when they say this, but he's totally lost sight of the mission, bro. Like, he yeah. only cares about this fucking baby, which is fine because it's his kid. Mm-hmm. But like, if he dies, the whole world is fucked. Okay, but he doesn't even have the perspective of caring about the baby because the baby needs if the baby's crying all day and yeah. is unhappy the baby is not good like, exactly the baby needs something you're not giving right. him and so there's also the part of like it's more like he's like a narcissistic yes. focus on the baby like what can i give yeah versus like what does the baby need right he's so, one step away from munchausen's by proxy i mean he it seems like is- <laughs> 
I'm worried about Connor. <laughs> you know where the story goes. I know where it goes. He's for sure wants to prove himself as being the only one that the baby needs. It doesn't mm-hmm. need the mother who he doesn't really like. Yeah. He wants it to be enough. Yeah. Which that's relatable. Sure. And yeah, and when he says like, oh, I'm not even a good dad. I can't. Like, I got that. I was like, I get it. That's a tough thing to deal with. Mm-hmm. But just like, let someone else hold that baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the not letting people hold the baby is, uh, it was pretty on the nose. For <laughs> Angel? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, no. Come on. Yeah. Like, that is totally him. Um, I thought this sh- episode was named Daddy, and I didn't <laughs> fix it. <laughs> and Ew. then I was like, did I call it Daddy in the text yesterday? And I was like, thank God I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> lullaby and daddy. daddy. Um, <laughs> um, so while, so we've got like basically three different groups of people doing three different things in this. Mm-hmm. Like one is like Angel <laughs> having mommy brain with the baby. Yes. We've got the lawyers trying to figure shit out. And then we've got Holt ga- getting rid of his old team yep. and gathering a new team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he dumped those fast food eating demons. Yeah. yeah. They pointed. were pretty dumb. They were really <laughs> dumb. And like, so the thing is, I get what he's doing because he wants to get people that are as similarly minded as him mm-hmm. where it's like, this is about revenge. I will do anything. I'm already doing anything yes. to get rid of these demons. But at this, or to get rid of vampires, at the same time, though, they're still just humans. So I'm worried about the future of his team. Sure, but I think he's so blind. He's blind. He doesn't get it. He thinks that humans are the dominant race. He totally does. He's wrong. He is wrong. He could just get, like, punched really hard by Angel. We've seen so many things that could kill. Oh, also, him. Inconsistent sunlight again, where Angel puts his hand out and it's like barely sizzling. Right, but where's the child? Instantly yeah. ashes. The show cannot decide. Well, what little sun girls does. are very. They're not as they're strong. They're oh weak. yeah, yeah. Angel strong. But like, <laughs> there was like a scene where like one dude was like standing just on the other side of sunlight, and then someone pushed him out, and he like instantly turned into ash. <laughs> and then it's like Angel can like stick his hand out. Mm. Yeah, for a yeah. while. Just more cloud cover. <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, cloudy day. Yeah, maybe they shoot like in the marina, so mm. it's like the morning, oh. and then has to burn off. Right, 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 right. Um, it was nice to see Flo from Progressive in the basement. It was. Yeah, I she was noticed, great. I know. I almost, I almost brought it up now, but I didn't know oh, if she yeah. had been in episodes before, and you would all be like, "Yeah, we know." No, <laughs> I think this is the first yeah. time we're seeing her. Uh, right? Not really hot news. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I think it's a reveal that she. Uh, is, is not human. Right. Files and records. Her eyeballs, yes. her eyeballs go and yeah. they like turn into static. Well, it's also like Lila, like duh. And when she was like, I've been here for 14 hours. I was like, Lila, you didn't, that was not even the first thing you did this morning. <laughs> yeah. So how long are your work days? Right. Also, Get a like, life. She didn't look exhausted either. No. Like, very put together for working 14 hours. Straight. She yeah. did take her shoes off in that basement and I was like, Ew. girl. <laughs> also, okay, I wanted to mention that she, like this behavior of hers is so it just shows how she is so afraid to ask for help from anyone because if mm-hmm. she had asked 13 mm-hmm. hours before just one question she yep. would have had figured this out yep but instead she's like been researching paper files for 14 hours there's also a weird part of it and maybe it's just how snotty i think i would be if i were an attorney but like <laughs> Can't you ask the people in research to do your research for you? Yeah, that's what um, <laughs> like uh, yeah, that's what interns and like uh, 
uh, like lower level attorneys. Like before. I could see she doesn't trust um, the other attorneys because of what's happened. Uh, sure, but like I if the if someone if I was like okay I want to know everything you have about Angel and they handed me a huge thing and I was like okay let's narrow it down to a vamp to any vampire hunters who are after him. Yeah, or p- things that ha- like whatever, or like a fa- a guy with this build. Like, you can ask people to narrow down your searches for you. Yeah, like, right. that's their job. Even even like because I know she has trouble like relinquishing control. So even a question like, um, I'm looking for vampire hunters. Can you point me in the direction of like where I should start? And she would probably be like, vampire hunters, halts, blah 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 blah. And then she'd be like, okay, they're done. Yeah. Right. Vampire hunters who knew Angel intimately. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe there's 30 of them, but like that at least is, that won't take you 14 hours to figure it out. I just. It, she also I, isn't very good at research. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. If you are good at research, like I'm pretty good at research. Mm-hmm. So I don't always ask someone first. I look it up. But if you're bad at research, do not waste 14 hours right. of your life. Especially when, even if we don't know that Flo is files and records, mm-hmm. she's still probably better at research than you. So. Yes. Ask. I mean, she made that binder. She did make that binder. The most amazing, huge binder I've ever seen. So heavy. I think it was like (laughs) hollow because she was carrying it very, um, not like it was heavy. No. And Lila's not a big woman. She's not a stout, (laughs) sturdy lady. Yeah. No, it was, that was a heavy, heavy binder. (laughs) Can I just say, I love the way that the law firm is decorated. Yeah. It's very, of the time. Like 90s contempo? Yes. <laughs> and I like like it a lot, actually. <laughs> if I what? walked into uh, a law firm like that, I'd be uh-huh. like, ah, this is a real law firm. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're crazy. I liked it. It felt kind of like um, Mulholland Drive-ish. Yeah. It felt bit. a lot like Mulholland yeah. Drive. Yeah. Very stylized. Classic. Never go out of style. That's what I say. What? Oh my god! I would say, uh, encased in amber, looks like it's in 2001. Yep, but it wasn't remodeled in 2001. It was like remodeled in 98. Yep. So it's not even like a fresh 2001. No, 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 no. It's like a. This is the 90s. We like shadows and deep lines. I think I would like it. I definitely like it better than what's kind of new HGTV ish. Yeah. Like I hate watching a renovation show and everything looks the same. Yeah, well, everything does look the same in a lot of renovation shows. Uh, like what are you, what is your biggest pet peeve thing? Um, exposed beams, tearing down walls and opening. Oh up the space. my god! Let's mi- yeah. I think my biggest pet peeve it has to be like kitchen stuff, like a bunch of cabinets that are modular and mm-hmm. all look. What is what do you mean by modular? Like they just show up in a bunch of boxes oh, and then like they like Ikea stick style. them to the wall. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hate when like everything in the room is very clean, but there's a, like a shabby farm table. Yeah. I like that style, but yeah. it feels a little silly when it's like super purposeful. Yes. Well, yeah. And when they're like, this will be a fun accent piece. Like this is a, you know what is going crazy right now? It's shiplap. The horizontal. um uh, w- wood pieces that are usually painted white oh, yeah, or yeah. blue. That like nautical look is huge we right just, now. Shiplap is everywhere. Who wants to live in a ship? Sailors. Sailors. Just watched a show where they use that. Yeah. And the lady had to like take the person to show her what it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sarah and I couldn't stop laughing because at the end she she put this decoration up on the wall that mm-hmm. said something. Today is going to be a good day. <laughs> 
good affirmation. And the lady whose house it was was like, I love that. I don't know where she came up with that or <laughs> where if if she read it somewhere, but I just love it. <laughs> there was one that I was watching that I was like, me and my sister were getting so mad because it was um, this couple that they were like, we are really big boaters. All we care about is boating. So we want <laughs> like, we want the inside of our house to have like a real nautical feel, not beachy. Yeah. Nautical. Okay, but there is a difference. There is a difference. I like beachy. Beach yeah, beachy's cute. Boaters. Like a like a beach house feel Great. where it's like oh. oversized, like yes. t- like like off white yes. furniture mm. and like very lots of natural light. No, they wanted a lot of navy blues. Yeah, no. they wanted ship light. I don't they wanted want, ropes. I want nothing <laughs> ship shape in my yeah, home. Yeah. <laughs> so then they were like, they had so much like nautical shit in their oh house my God. that like, did they have an oar? Please tell me they had. Yeah, an oar. Oh, they had like a thousand oars. <laughs> okay. They had like a um, I'm a doing cross oar. No, no, uh, a kayak. No, a uh, uh, captain's. Oh, a, a wheel. Wheel. A wheel. A captain's wheel. Captain. It's not called a captain's wheel. The ship wheel. It's called the directional steering wheel. Doohickey. What is it? Maybe it is a captain's. I think it's a captain's wheel. That sounds I don't know. so cheesy. But so they had so much stuff that like the uh, it was Property Brothers uh-huh. and the Pro Bros were like, this is like really tacky. Wait, did you it. come up with Pro Bros? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, I think I've heard it around Pro Bros. But so they were like, um, they were like, we have to get rid of most of this, and she was like, no. <laughs> she like wanted all this shit and they let her keep one little model boat and like really toned it down but she's they eventually turned around on it and they're like oh, okay well, I guess oh. we like this toned down version I just but it I, was I just dislike when things are trendy yeah and I think that's why I like this very old mm-hmm. uh, law firm because yeah. nothing in it is trendy no not now yeah not now no it was if I walked you into a one... big normcore guy oh yeah what's oh that? yeah what's that oh yeah Wearing some dockers yes. with pleats. Yeah. <laughs> pleats. Pleats in the front. Na- new balance shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm probably normcore. Yeah, you're probably normcore. <laughs> you're cool, though. You ride a motorcycle. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's a little I too cool for, today. for Oh, I'm normcore. so glad I didn't wear oh, my ride God. it today. It would have been so busy. Yeah. Yeah, no, that... You would have to run some people over. <laughs> You'd have to be in the motorcade. Like, Look at those balloons. <laughs> 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 it's a ship's wheel. Ship's wheel, but like essential. Like if you Google Captain's wheel, you're gonna get you're gonna what you want. One of those. Um, okay, I have a thought, and I thought of this yesterday. And okay. I almost texted it out, but then I held it in. Save it. I was like, we'll talk about it in the pod. It is not related to Angel, but it's related to this conversation, sort of. So, if I were to make a sign, mm. are you familiar with the the like life's a beach thing? Yeah. Okay. What about a sign that says "Life's a beach" and then you die? <laughs> I love it. And I do it like on the like wooden plank. That's pretty funny. I paint it. it in like pink and it's oh, like Oh, no. That's really fun. That's cute. I love it because it would fool somebody. They would buy yeah. it and be like, this is nice and show that they didn't actually read it. <laughs> I think you like, you could sell it on Etsy for a lot of money, I think. Right. Yeah. Honestly, no, I just gave away the okay, idea on the internet. Let's go to... This is what I love doing. I uh-huh. love stealing pallets from Home Depot. I know you're against property crimes, but I will say... You Wait. can just sand off the part that says property of Home Depot, do not take, <laughs> which I've definitely done to build Wait, things. pallets? Yeah. Like, oh. Wood. Whoa, right. a pallet. I was thinking paint pallet, and uh-huh. I was like, paint chips? I would steal a paint chip, because no, that's not stealing. The no, <laughs> no, just like the wooden pallets. No, that you, pallets that you were supposed to buy. No, you're not supposed to buy them. Because they, they, sh- like, they don't sell they them. They get shipped on their, like, gravel and roofing tiles. and Yeah. Rubble. 
Because you can't. Here's the thing. They about just throw them pallets. away. Yeah. I think if if they're near a dumpster, I will take them. That's the them thing. Away. They're right next to oh, it. Oh, well, then. It just says, can... do not take. So then you just sand that part off. Do we go in the middle of the night and wear no. masks? I went with my dad during the middle of the day. And he just backed the um, <laughs> the car up. And he was like, go, go, go. And I was like. <laughs> like You're like, dad. Me and Mark. <laughs> That's great. Uh, uh, yeah, we could use pallets. Cause that, and that you can stain it any color you yes. want. D- you could do that and you could sell them for a lot. I bet you yeah. could sell them for a lot. You can make right. you can make some good money. You for do that. have to be Ooh. a little careful with pallet wood because they're often treated with like a dangerous anti rot chemical. Oh. Yeah, you have to be if careful. If you like finish them, it's fine. But okay. as you're like cutting and sanding it, you can right, right. wear a respirator. And okay. Yeah. You should definitely always, yeah. Thanks, guys. I mean, I'm fine. I'm here. <laughs> I love how supportive you are of this idea. <laughs> do it. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, I don't, you know, okay. So we talked about cast classic and not trendy. To my taste, I think the the way that the hotel is decorated is more my taste. Of art classic. deco, the like art it. deco. Like I, I love think, that. It's beautiful. Yeah, I feel like I've never lost the taste for art deco. Yeah, like, I don't know that I ever will. I won't. When I meet the pro bros, I'm not going to be like, "Give me an art deco house," because that's <laughs> yeah, too much. But. I mean, it, it seems like we did at one point in time because we tore down a lot of art deco buildings. I know. I know. Thank goodness that public storage building is still there. What are we doing now? What are we getting rid of now that we're going to regret? Mm. Maybe it's Forest? 90s law firms. <laughs> 90s law, law firms. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, remember those 90s law firms? I don't know. I think, I do think, think that uh, single family houses are going away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's like a different mm-hmm. thing. They're being replaced by tiny houses. Oh, tiny houses tiny or tiny like houses. apartment, like uh, bigger apartment yeah. complex things. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think about tiny houses? Mm, I think they're fine if you like them. I don't think I could do it. I think it's good for a stage in life mm-hmm. or for a little getaway. Oh, sure. Yeah. A getaway. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. For a getaway, for if you buy land, that's a great first thing to build on that land because sure. I'm right. not a tent person. So I'd love do a tiny house. Then while we build our nice yeah. cabin, sleep in the tiny right. house and then eventually it can be like a playhouse or whatever. You know, or a guest area. You know what would drive me crazy about certain tiny houses is that some of them you can't ever stand up completely straight oh, in them. Yeah. No, thank you. And I, that would drive me crazy. I need to be able to have my body completely straight. But it's and like if you couldn't stand up straight. Yeah, like a no one of would. Six foot would be like <laughs> they'd just be crawling <laughs> on their hands and knees. Yeah, it would be like a kid's playhouse. Yeah, ugh. I ugh. do love the idea and the challenge of like everything you need is in this twenty. Yeah. Footbox. Well, and everything you have has to have a purpose. Because mm-hmm. you can't just have waste. Oh. But like, what about a sign that says life's a beach and then you die? Well, you got to have one. You got to have one of those. <laughs> okay, but cool. that's a purpose that gives you a little chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Where did they come up with that? I don't, I don't know if she read it somewhere. Or... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh so yesterday I was walking down Hollywood Boulevard uh-huh. again. Because all you do is that's walk down life. Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. I, I, Jingle for change. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I think I've seen you. You're the normcore one. Yeah. You didn't give me any change. No. <laughs> um, and but I, I invited you on this podcast. <laughs> That's what I have to offer. Um, yesterday was very busy for me. I had a bunch of errands to run. Uh, and some of them were at Hollywood Boulevard. And I stopped at something I never do, which was there's a fortune teller on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> oh, I did not you just... Quite you did a fortune teller on Hollywood? Because <laughs> you had a lot of things to do and you had errands. So you fit <laughs> yeah. in a fortune teller. I'm very busy and I need to see a fortune teller today. <laughs> okay. So you uh, stopped in. 
Is yeah. this and this one is one on Hollywood Boulevard. It's like yeah, she like sits in a booth okay. that faces the street. Okay. The sidewalk. Cool. Um and it, it was only five dollars. All right. And she uh First, they try to sell you the expensive ones. Like, yeah. I'll do a tarot card or I'll read your palm or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one I was just, she had a sign that said $5 special. I was like, I'll do that one. Yeah. Um, and you do your signature on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Then you tell her your. What else uh, is on that piece of paper? <laughs> oh. Um, Did you send away your organs? <laughs> a bunch of little uh, letters that I couldn't read. <laughs> Somebody moved in. I don't know. <laughs> And then you tell her your astrological sign. Okay. And she tells you all about you based on yeah. how you signed it. Okay. And uh, I wrote it down. <gasps> Yay! I'm so excited. I put my phone in my pocket and recorded it and then uh, transcribed it later. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. And I I brought it because I thought this kind of feels a little angel-y. It okay. does. It does. There are psychics on the show. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I see your letterings to be tall, which tells me that you're a very proud person. You're very independent. You're the kind of person who people can depend on you, but you yourself depended on others in the past. You trusted others in the past, and you were disappointed. So nowadays, I feel like you associate with a lot of different people, but only a few who you can turn to, only a few who you trust. You're also a worrier. And also through this whole thing, she kept going, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You worry a lot. You think a lot. And your worries and thoughts are not just about you, they're about those around you. You tend to get involved in people's problems, not to criticize them, but to help them. You like being there for others. You also like being direct with others. You want to say things, good or bad, and to their face, not behind their backs. I'm not saying you're being rude. I'm saying you like being honest with people. You don't pretend with no one, nor do you want anyone to pretend with you. I do see a lot of disappointments, a lot of complications in your past. I mean, to look at you, I'd say you look happy and you look satisfied but reading your signature i see that you're not oh my god oh my gosh this is this is all on my signature and i told her that i was a capricorn <laughs> well and she's reading your face too I think. yeah because she's looking at you you're smiling on your face but you're crying in your heart <laughs> oh my god this took a turn I have a feeling that these past two years have not been easy on you. It has been very difficult. I see complications in your past in a relationship with someone you cared about, someone you trusted. But I kind of feel a a disappointment, a heartache. Going through that was not easy, but I think you learned a lot from it. That disappointment taught you not to be harmed so easily next time around. I do see someone now, someone that you care about, but I feel a distance between you. I don't know if she's physically away, emotionally away, but I, I feel a distance there. And I feel you questioning her feelings towards you. Sometimes you think she cares for you, and sometimes you're not sure. So I feel like your love life has not been very easy. (laughs) In your work life, um, I feel like that hasn't been easy either. You originally have a a business mind. Your mind is always looking to the future, uh, to something grander. But like I said, things have not been good. And then she said, if you want to do a palm reading and get going to more detail, it's an extra $20. (laughs) And I... I only had, I had $10. Yeah. I pulled out the like money that I had. And was right. like, this is all the money I have. We take credit card. I don't have my credit card. <laughs> this uh, is all the money I have. <laughs> um, and the way she was reading it was so memorized. Really? I was just like, oh. And it also, this applies to everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I would hope there would be some happier hope in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
it's it, pretty sad. It was sad. Well, I, so I think that's like to get you to want to get more. So you can be like, yeah. oh, you got to tell. It was like, like, yeah, you're right. I, like, it kind of makes you feel special yeah. or something. Um, but what was strange was after she like did that like read, then she actually started talking to me like, it was like her performance was over and then she yeah. was like, so how are you? And it was like this mini, That's mini therapy so weird. session. Oh. It was great actually. Yeah? For $5? Yeah. At first I was just like, oh, this is nothing. Yeah. But then after she did her spiel, yeah, she started asking me more questions. Yeah. Interesting. Do you feel like it was worth $5? No. M- maybe it would have been worth $3. Okay. Okay. So we shouldn't uh, call out her location and encourage listeners uh i mean i don't know if there are many fortune tellers on hollywood boulevard but it's one of them (laughs) okay hey if you're in i didn't get the very expensive that's tarot card or palm reading maybe that would have been worth it (laughs) yeah i almost now want each of the three of us to go to the same person and see if we all get that we are proud (laughs) (laughs) we've uh been disappointed in life right (laughs) we feel disappointed now well i also as like general as this is, I don't think I identify with a lot of, of it, it at all. Actually, um, you get. Into I don't think business. I'm a very proud person. I I don't know. I I didn't like get super connected to it. Yeah. I think the trick is supposed to be that it's so general that you think it's all about mm-hmm. you, but mm. no, it's not what I felt. No. But I did find it interesting that as soon as she was done, it was like then she actually wanted to talk to me. Right. Then she was like a person. Mm-hmm. Because you probably get into that business because you like dealing with people. Oh, right. Yeah. Being a fortune teller. And it's fun. I've like read tarot for people. It's fun. Oh, yeah. You've never offered to do it for me. Guys. I was actually just going to say, if you guys want me to do your tarot, I'll do your tarot. All right. I would take it. It's really fun. I, I'm not super skilled. I still have to look at my little book sometimes. Okay. But um, it's fun. And I think if you look at it as like a, a therapy thing, okay. I feel like it's, I don't know, because I don't right. know how much I believe that with it you does as a foretell. Or like, no, with the person for doing like self therapy, like okay. forcing themselves right. to like look at like how does this apply? Just to an me? exercise mm-hmm. to actually make you talk about yourself and think about yourself. Yeah, because yeah. a lot the of the real value in this. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, I was otherwise just walking in during my day. Because a lot yeah. of times, and all it's of a sudden, like, I'm thinking about my entire life. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Well, and it's also not like for tarot. A lot of times, it's not like this is what's going to happen in your future. It's yeah. more like this is how you were in your past. This is how you internally were in your past. This is how you affected other people in your past. Um, this is how you are now, how you take in the world now. This is how you affect others now. And this is a thing that you're thinking about in the future. Um, this is how you will approach that thing in the future yeah. and things like that. So, because a lot of times it's something that you don't expect and then you have to be like, okay, am I this way? Like, yeah. do I affect people in this way? And it at least makes you think about that. For mm-hmm. sure. So it's fun. And the cards are really pretty. My sister got them for me. <laughs> I like astrology for similar reasons, mm-hmm. but also I just kind of like when somebody's like, "Hey, something good is gonna happen to you this <laughs> yeah. week." Yeah, it is. Oh, oh. Uh, are there rare tarot cards, like Pokemon cards? <laughs> um, there's pretty much just like the major arcana, and then like if you do all the set, it's mm. more complicated. I don't usually do the whole set because I don't know those cards. Well, if you have any doubles, give them to me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> great. Any slammer, we'll trade slammer tarot sla- cards. Slam the tarot cards. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we get to see some flamethrower action in this episode. That was sweet. Wes gets to flamethrow some people. I love Mm -hmm. when they get ready for battle and it's these very silly weapons. And they're Wes is just like wearing a sweater. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. like, let me get this flamethrower on. I know, with my wool sweater. (laughs) Um, 
Oh, also, I just had like a critical comment about that fucking lawyer boss when he's like, look at this video. And then you can see what's happening. He's like, zoom in. And then I'm like, no, we got it. And he's like, zoom in again. Zoom in a hundred times. (laughs) And I wanted them to be like, no, we saw it before it was zoomed. (laughs) And that's not how video works. No. And also it doesn't reveal anything. All it is is like you see a card or a paper, but you don't see what it says. I thought he was maybe replacing the baby in that moment for a second. Oh. Because it ended up being Zoom in. He's actually switching this baby for a piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) Slide the baby in my pocket. (laughs) Oh, my God. So that whole time that Angel's, like, talking to the baby in the car, he's just talking to a teddy bear and a bomb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to himself, I think. I didn't know he even knew that law firm existed. Oh, oh, so he when knows. he shows up, and I was just like, "Whoa, he's gonna kill everybody!" And they were like, "Oh, he's here again." Yeah, yeah they're all like angel again. Yeah. Oh man, which if I were like a paralegal at that firm, I'd be tired of talking about Angel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they haven't. He supposedly has this potential, but I think they're spending a lot of resources on him. I don't yeah. know if they've gotten anything yeah. from it. They haven't really. They haven't. I mean, he sometimes comes after them, so I think that. And the actually. That was their their first interaction with him before prophecies came out. Was he went up against them? Yeah. So he's also kind of at one point he was like a fly in their ointment a little bit. Mm. But yeah, at this point they could just let it go. And sometimes yeah, they'll lose to Angel. Move on. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, we got um, a bunch of shots of uh, oh I think this is from Lullaby. Holtz dramatically walking through fiery doorway after fiery doorway. He's just like holding his crossbow. Yeah. Ugh. And we knew at that point that they were gone. Yeah. So it was also like, all right. Yeah. It's ugh. What a juicy role that Holtz would be. Yeah. I bet when he just got can't. that, he was so excited to like revenge. Any of them to like walk around and brood. It's gotta be yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. It for sure has to be fun, yeah. fun working on the mm-hmm. show. Um going back to uh, the first episode. I, I want to discuss what you guys thought about that grenade moment. Oh, because it definitely was a little silly to me watching it. Yeah, I, if I was younger, maybe it wouldn't have been so silly mm-hmm. though. It might have been cool. Because mm. I love action heroes when they do impossible things. Yeah, there's something about that. It was like too cool for Angel almost. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Well, we don't really see him using weapons like that ever, but he was like using a weapon of an enemy against another enemy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it like kind of tracked for me and it like made sense to me. So I think I wasn't like confused by the action, but I, d- I don't think I felt that it was like particularly cool. I was thinking like, what is the budget that UPN is yeah. getting? Because there's explosion <laughs> after explosion on these. Oh, this is WB, girl. Oh, right. Because. They didn't move to UPN. Yeah. That, okay. So they got that WB no, money. You can see the difference between season two and season three. Once Buffy is off the WB, Angel must have gotten a bunch of their money because oh. everything's oh. lit better. Everything's lit better. I mean, Cordelia's baby bangs are there, but like everyone's They're hair and makeup so look better. Yeah. Like it's just the, the action stuff looks better. Like it steps oh. up between season two and season yeah. three. I, um, I thought, uh, and sorry, jumping or the second episode again when Angel's starting to sing to the baby and then the, the guy shows up to like he's sneaking up behind him I thought that was going to be what calmed the baby was his singing because he had this whole thing yeah. of how he's a shitty singer but mm-hmm. like 
Yeah. This was going to be what did it. And then the lounge singer was going to hear him sing really yeah. well. Uh, and I kind of wanted the heart to heart to not be with the lounge singer. I wanted it like that core, like I was talking about earlier, yeah. like Wesley or Cordelia. I kind of wanted them to be the ones to talk the sense into him. Yes. Well, I think with Angel, a lot of times he can never really take advice at face value from Wes and Cordelia because they're so close to him. Mm. And it's like kind of like the same thing as like when your parents give you advice and you're kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Whereas like if like someone that's a little bit further removed, like Lauren isn't part of their family yet. So I think when he, and he is someone that gives out advice a lot. Like his whole thing is like sing in front of me and I will mm. give you advice about your aura and all this stuff. So to me that made sense because it was like, He's more likely to listen to Lauren because that's been Lauren's role to him mm-hmm. up until now. And also he still is like, I don't know, he's he has been being really weird with Cordelia and Wesley about the baby the whole time in these two episodes. Is it also a thing where your friends, you're sometimes really hard on your friends for like projects and everything. Mm-hmm. Like I'll find myself like thinking something a stranger did is but just when you know somebody really mm-hmm. well and they like write something, I find that I'm harder on it. Maybe because I can see that person more yeah. and I see them writing it because you know somebody really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that sometimes makes it harder to take advice from people you really know rather mm-hmm. than a stranger because you put more intelligence to a stranger maybe. Right. Well, you also have like a sense of their potential or a sense of like level of expectations. Right. Whereas a stranger, like if you come into something with no expectations, you can be surprised pleasantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked that Angel's vamp face is what calmed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I that liked that cool. too. Uh, really yeah, cute. as much as I was like, oh, I wanted it to be a singing, I liked that it was the other thing. Yeah, because um, Connor's gonna see that face a lot. Mm-hmm. So, so does Angel wanted to go to Notre Dame because he's Irish? I think they had to pick a place and they didn't want to say an Ivy, so they said Notre Dame. Maybe, uh, again, maybe a writer who loved that they went to Notre Dame. Yeah. Yes. Show. Well, people who went to Notre Dame tend to love that they, they went to Notre Dame. They love that they went to Notre Dame. And also, I'm sure they were like, oh, we don't have to do like an Ivy League school. Those are all overrated anyway. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. yeah, you would think he would say Stanford. Yeah, I was thinking, I, I thought he was going to say Stanford. Didn't. Oh. I mean, because I feel like that's the private school in California that, mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. Um. I'll ask uh, Fadal when he's in town. Okay. Our friend Fadal when he's in town next week. I'll say, would you have rather have gone to Notre Dame or are you happy you went to Stanford? He'll <laughs> <laughs> um, be like, well, could I have gone to school with Connor? <laughs> oh, God. I thought he said Gunner. I misheard him. Oh. Oh, for the kid's name? And I was like, oh, that's sweet. Then he named him after Gun. Yeah. Oh, and then that would make sense why Wesley was like, you never thought of Wesley? <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise, that's a very forward thing for Wesley to ask. I don't think it. I think people make that joke all the time. Oh, so you thought he was joking? I thought he was being serious. I mean, maybe he was being, but like people, that's what people do. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's very common when someone's having a baby. Like, oh, you should. I know a good name. Yeah. My name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Because like you're not being serious. Yeah. No one would actually say name your child after me. That's true. It's also very hard to, at least for me, to be like very uh, sweet with somebody when they're yeah. like. It's harder for me to be like. That's a lovely name. Mm-hmm. Rather, th- It's easier for me to make a joke about it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Mm. Or my first thought is, like, how will this child be teased with that name? Mm. Mm. Art, Kurt, Yart. That's the Simpsons, right? Yart? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I was he's like... going, 
Marge is like, we're going to let's name him Larry. No, we can't. They'll call him Funny Larry. Oh, okay. Let's name him Lewis. They'll call him Screwy Lewis. What about Bart? <laughs> hmm. Bart? Cart? Dart? Yart? Missing the very obvious yeah. Bart. Yes. That's cute. I think of a Simpsons reference probably 20 times a day. Wow. How many times do you say it out loud? Mm, three. <laughs> that's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> that you can hold back so hard. You, that should have been in your fortune teller. Like, you're holding something back right now. <laughs> yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just got to say, I did big sad face about the ending shot of the power team with Angel pushing the stroller <laughs> in the center. I was like, God, this is so cheesy. You want the baby Bjorn. Oh, That'd be amazing if he was walking with a baby Bjorn. I, here's the thing. I think baby Bjorns hadn't, I mean, like, I think Bjorns in, like, Scandinavia or wherever they're yeah. from existed, yeah. but people were not wearing them. They were right. I think now it's more of a thing because of the uh, chemistry of closeness that people mm-hmm. are wearing mm-hmm. them. I think that's good for that's that. That's a great phrase. The chemistry of closeness. Uh-huh. I think, um, you know what was popular but wouldn't have been telegenic? was um, the backpacks where the baby's yeah. facing the other way. Oh, yeah. Because my dad used to wear that thing all the Here's time. Here's the thing. I feel like the baby can't tell you things. It can't. The baby is like, <laughs> and the baby is making eyes at other people that oh, you totally. can't see. And you don't know what that baby's interacting seeing, with. The baby could be seeing a murder. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think it was a little funny that they showed up to the hospital with a baby and were like, um, will you look at this baby? <laughs> yeah, I wrote at <laughs> it first. It has a dad. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote at first like, and I scratched it out because I was going to say this is a very no questions hospital. Yeah. Right. But there then, should have been a social work call. Yes. Yeah. I was like, how did they not? But then like they like explained everything. But then also like why wasn't the dad around when they dropped it off? And like what is this like uh, like Manson family of yeah. people that are coming to drop off this baby? Like <laughs> I just felt like they were a little too chill about like we don't know where yes. these parents yeah. are. It's But it is one of those things and. There's only so much time they can spend on the show doing it. But, like, Angel should have a doctor. Yeah. Like, Angel Investigations mm. the should doctor. have someone yes. who's their oh, doctor. Oh, yeah. It's like a mob doctor. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Oh, you know, they could come through the morgue. Ooh, cool. Like, Angel's yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it wasn't that. It was just like, we just went to the pediatrician. Do you start going to the pediatrician when you're a baby? I think so. I think so. I don't I know if there's, right like, away. a just, like, before ba- before child doctor. Like, baby doctor. <laughs> baby doctor. I mean, it seemed like all the things that the baby got, if it were born in a hospital, they would have given it to it right away. Right. Yeah. So the the way he was like, oh, the mother didn't make it. They might have been like, so you left and then came back to us? Yeah, like where was this, like where's the body? Is it like just out there? I guess. Yeah, and and left- I almost didn't bring it up because I'm like, whatever, it's a TV show. Right, right, but, right. Yeah. totally. Um, and they left a lot of questions unanswered. Like the biggest question is Connor circumcised. Yeah, they left it unanswered. <laughs> we all never it was, know. was the baby cries. <laughs> but like when they baby say was that. already crying. But like they did that comical thing where that like the joke. Like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. I wonder is it a vampire thing to circumcise? Well, Liam, he'd be Irish Catholic, so they yeah. would not. Yeah. So I think that Angel is not circumcised hmm. based on his upbringing. Oh, and he's a very old. Yes. Yeah. And, and he's you're right. He's very old. He, right. Yeah. And they can't do it now because it'll just grow back because he's a. He's a oh, I'm sorry. They can't do it to Angel now. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He's regenerative. Well, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like if they, well, I guess if they cut off his hand, what would happen? I think he would have no hand. No. Really? Think of other vampires. Do any of they do any heal? Of them, they do heal. They do heal. But do they grow? 
So the baby's not because they had that cut the whole episode. Yeah, the, the baby human. is human. Mm. I think they probably didn't because you do what the dad is. Mm. Right? Like, so there's no weird questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> no, is that not? I no, thought that, that was, makes sense. I don't know. That might be one of those things that someone at some point told me and I just thought it was like a fact that all people thought. <laughs> Like a, I thought that like maybe that isn't a general rule, but I thought. Oh yeah, I think you do it. So outside no, of like uh, religious reasons, uh, and I I think there's medical reasons, like it's cleaner or something like that. Also, I've uh, heard that, but I've also heard that's not true. Well, I I suppose it's like cleaner if you like never wash your dick. <laughs> here's a tip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wash that dick. Yeah. I didn't mean to say here's a tip. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you gotta wash it. Yeah, but I. Yeah, I don't know. Someone, t- maybe it was even my mom told me that's like mm. the rule. I don't know. But it makes sense that the, you don't, because you don't want it to be a complex, you don't want it to be a, an issue. Right. Some people are very against it. Yeah. Yes. Like it's like, like mutilation. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I could see, I guess. I don't know. I don't care. I don't, here's the thing. I don't have to worry about it right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that's like a bridge not, that I will cross I, yeah, when I, I know, cross That's it. why these things bother me because it's like the tiniest thing that people get really up in yeah. arms about. And it's like, maybe it's a big deal in your life right now. Yes. But it's bothersome. And that's my problem. Like mm-hmm. I should be able to hear about an argument and not get bothered by it. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, and you want to get in there and you want to fix it. Right. That's my thing. Uh, that's <laughs> that's thing. who you are. She yeah. can you. I, I don't pretend with no one. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that part. Even though you're an actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is sometimes hard to have patience when people are arguing about something that you know is like never going to be resolved by that argument. Especially in this day and age where there's so many things to really argue about yeah to pick that minutiae thing feels like backpedaling almost sure or like deal with it i don't know think globally mm-hmm. act locally mm-hmm. yeah like worry about you what you do yeah and yeah and then not necessarily telling other people what to do <laughs> yeah yep yep so i think we pretty much covered <laughs> we solved what? circumcision we saw circumcision yep we met Geraldo Angel. <laughs> we uh, figured out how to do research. We figured out what the best, like, timeless decor is. Yes. Uh, we learned the term pro bro. Pro bro. <laughs> I love those pro bros. Do you really? Um, I think they're fine. <laughs> I think they're fine. I think they're aggressively fine. They are very innocuous. I kind of like, oh, shit, now I can't remember what that show is. Flip. Yeah. You know, apparently there's there's a clickbait about them and I've been wanting oh, to click no. it. Because as you guys, <laughs> Something I don't know if you guys know, I love clickbait. I will click anything. You will click it even though you'll click it 10 times and never get the answer. I'll never get the like. answer because I get frustrated. It takes too long to load and I go away. And the next time I see it, I'm like, I'm back. Um, so what's the clickbait? I'm it's back. like, do you know the real truth about no. Flip this whatever couple? Is that the one where... Um, the guy lost his mind now. <laughs> That's the uh-huh. other one. <laughs> That's the one where they always pick old houses but they're in good neighborhoods uh well it's like they offer three houses that need significant renovation yeah that's the show i think that we were watching where she said today's gonna be a good day and the wife has like dark dark hair hair. and she always bakes things for them and she's like the one who like is does the facistime with usually in texas 
Yeah. 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 Yep. And they have the kids. They have a lot they of very bu- beautiful kids. They also yeah. have like a farm. And he apparently, because I watched the behind the scenes feature out with my grandmother <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Uh, apparently, every time he sees an animal, like on the side of the road, or he's like at a friend's house and they have like puppies or whatever, he will just bring it home. So they have like a ridiculous brood of cats, oh. dogs, chickens, goats, oh my God. cows. Like he will just like bring, and she, she'll come home from work or come home, whatever. And he will just have brought more animals. Oh my God. Oh my God. And sometimes he just puts them in the back and hopes she doesn't notice. And she's like, there's a new cow in our yard. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's a lot. I'm yeah. so tired of cats and dogs. What? <laughs> like, I just had enough of them. Like let's get rid of They're them. They're everywhere. You don't have either. Yeah, I know. And I'm glad. And you know what? If I lived out in Texas, I'd probably want one. Yeah. But. Uh, I mean, cats are really easy to avoid in the city because they usually stay in the house. Yep. And then when you see them out, they run away. Yeah. They so I feel like cats don't bother me in my current life very much. I mean, I visit homes that have cats mm-hmm. and those cats are adorable and sweet. You know what cats don't like? Anchovies. That's interesting. interesting. You would think they would like Actually, them. there's a lot of food that has anchovies in it. I. I, was it a specific cat that rejected your anchovies? <laughs> yes. That, that might be that cat's problem. Maybe you have a problem with a cat. There's a bunch of stray cats where I park my car. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They're so feral cats. Probably. I was at the grocery store and mm-hmm. like cans of uh, sardines are like three cents. So I was like, okay. I'll get a couple of these and I'll just keep them. Again, I don't like cats, but like if they're hungry, want- I'm like, Aww. I can't be hungry. So okay, you I, are creating a problem. <laughs> Because you do not like these cats. You are showing them that food appears near your home where you park. They are going to flock there. They're going to have babies there. They're They're going going to create a community. And bring friends. But they didn't eat it. Because they didn't like They didn't want your three cent sardines. I opened it. I dumped it out. (laughs) What? On the ground? (laughs) But I'm like a little patch of grass. I was afraid to leave the metal tin out because I thought you would cut her mouth. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, so you just dumped a bunch of preserved fish on to some grass, and you're you are hurt that the cats did not eat. Yeah, them. you feel rejected. Like the cats not said, oh my god! Wait, what did it say? <laughs> wait, this is the relationship you they have with disappointed this. Disappointed me. In the wait, past. I see complications in your past in a relationship with someone you cared about, also, someone you trusted, but I think you learned a lot from it. That disappointment taught you not to be harmed so easily this time around. Also, okay, I think the relationship with the she. Is this this girl cat? Yeah. Oh, because there's you, an emotional distance. Yeah, there's not this, only did the cat not eat the sardines. This was like three weeks ago. Are they're the still there. Ew! Okay. Oh my god, you littered. <laughs> you littered sardines. Someone could have ate him. A raccoon. Who? <laughs> I saw a raccoon. I'm just the other shocked day. that no animal. You started ate this it. by telling us that cats hate anchovies, and then the story became about sardines. <laughs> about how these sardines have been sitting on Wait. your. Lawn. Was it anchovies or sardines? I forgot that those are two different things. <laughs> yeah, they are different, and also. If those are like preserved in oil for people to eat, I don't think they might not smell the right way. Yeah, it probably smells like something's wrong with these fish. Right. Whereas if you, if a cat loved you, I think you could feed it a sardine because it would trust that you would only feed it Mm. things that might be good. Mm -hmm. But it probably doesn't smell like it doesn't like food to them. Probably. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for all cats. Cats to move in with you? No, No. I don't like them. (laughs) Do not feed them. I will tell you right now. Don't feed them because not even cat food. They will come. If you feed them cat food, they are your cats. Yeah, if you feed them, they will all come and create like a feral colony and they'll live there. I mean, you won't have any rats or anything because they will eat all of those. But yeah, you're basically teaching them to come to your house. This is, well, this is where I park my car, which is a block away from where I live. Okay, you're teaching them to come to your car. 
Mm. And you leave it window cracked one day. Oh, and be Cause careful because they can go away, into your on cold nights. They'll <laughs> yes, go. They will drive they'll drive away. Right. They'll they go in your engine, and then you will. And then your kill car starts to die. And then you have a dead cat in your car. I mean, it's gonna smell terrible. That cold here, but it doesn't. But that still happens sometimes. I think I'm justified in not liking cats. See, look what a problem they are. <laughs> this is the problem. <laughs> you're, you're feeding them, <laughs> and then you're mad that they don't like the food that you're giving them, and now you say you hate them. It was rude. <laughs> Listen, no one said cats aren't rude. Cats, oh, are, cats rude. are one of the rudest things that you invite into your house. Mm-hmm. Like cats and in-laws. Yeah. They will be rude. And they only want affection on their terms. Yep. Except Noodle slept with me all night last it's night. It's very sweet, but mm-hmm. it, hey, it's if she didn't want to. Terms. Yeah, if she didn't want to, she would have been under the bed. <laughs> She's Hidden. just like at 3 a.m. You up? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes always. <laughs> all right. Next time I see a cat or a dog, they meow and or bark. I'm gonna say sorry. Kelly said I can't feed you any. Don't fish. feed. Don't feed random animals because I mean, they will come to your. There's place. also depending on what the situation is with this dog or cat, you could also call animal control not to kill him, oh, but yeah. because it's not really safe out there for dogs and cats. Also, like for um, feral cat colonies, you can actually call feral um, uh, catch and release. Mm-hmm. So if you're afraid about them building a colony and like reproducing. What they'll basically do is capture them, um, fix them, like neuter or spay mm-hmm. them, and then release them back. So that way, any uh, pests that they've been keeping down will still be kept down by this colony uh-huh. being there. And there won't be like a vacuum of what once was a cat colony and then like all of a sudden an influx of pests. Uh-huh. But they won't reproduce. So it won't keep growing. Yeah. So you could call that. And then you can tell if a cat's been caught and released, if it has like a... Uh, the tip of its ear cut off. Oh. So if it has like a little flat top of one ear, that means it's already been fixed. Okay. So don't bother them. Don't bother catch and release if it's already got a tip. Yeah. yeah. If it's already been snipped off, then. Oh my God. Are we talking about snipping tips again? <laughs> yeah. Snipping tips? <laughs> Snip the tips. Well, those cats aren't washed. They don't wash their ears, so they need to be you know, oh, they ear prob- circumcised. <laughs> gross. Um, <laughs> yeah, gross. Um. So we had, it was funny because we were wrapping up we so were. smoothly. And then we talked about animals for a long time. <laughs> we got back up. Brought up this beef I have with a stray cat. <laughs> I'm glad we worked it out, though. I think we're in better shape. Yeah, I guess it's not his or her fault. Listen, you gave it some weird oily fish <laughs> and that it you, didn't want. You can't be mad at someone for not wanting to eat And you dumped it on fish. the ground. You didn't even leave it. <laughs> you put it on some grass. It cut its uh, mouth. They will not cut their mouths. My cat's... Like tuna cans all the time. Okay. Actually, only one of them because the other one gets violent diarrhea when she has tuna. <laughs> Cats are great. Um, <laughs> hey, Joe, do you have anything you'd like to uh, plug? Oh, um, you could check out my Instagram, which is at J O S E P H G E H A R T. Um, and I'm going to be doing another <clears throat> performance of a play I wrote called Captain Standard Robot Scientist, uh, probably soon. Okay, cool. So awesome. Check that for yeah, updates. great. So next week, yeah. If you're listening to all of our eps, uh, we're going to be talking about the how, the Buffy episodes Tabula Rasa, Smashed, and Wrecked. A three-parter. I know. It's going to be intense. It is going to be intense. Those episodes are intense. There's crazy stuff. There's also going to be some, probably some infighting. Yeah, I think, I think we'll fight. That's okay. Uh, it's okay. We'll get over it. In time to do our next Angel episodes, which would be Birthday and Provider. Mm, I'm trying to remember what happens in those. We'll see. <laughs> um, thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hellmouthy. 
You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelly Nugi. You can follow Ryan on Instagram and tw- Twitter at Armogi. And uh, thank you so much again, Joe, for coming on the show. It's such a pleasure having you. Oh, it was a lovely time. Mm-hmm. We'll have to have you back sometime. Let's do it. Okay. And uh, we'll catch up with you guys next week. Bye. Oh. <laughs>